Hello, and welcome to the Purdue AggieCon podcast, the podcast for experts and innovators in agriculture. I'm Haley Fisher. On today's episode, Dr. Foster and I talk to Ashley Porter, Austin Berenda, and Grace Hassler about their internship experiences this summer. Stay tuned. listening to the Purdue Agricultural Economics Podcast. I'm Ken Foster, Professor of Agricultural Economics at Purdue, and here with me is my co-host, Haley Fisher. Haley, how are you? I'm doing fantastic this morning. How are you, Dr. Foster? I'm doing great. Um, You know, we're about a third of the way through the semester, I guess, maybe a little bit more at this point, and fall break is coming up next week. Do you have any big plans? Just relaxing at the lake. Oh my God, <laughs> that sounds delightful. Yeah, I think I'm probably going to be catching up on yard work and farm work, but um, that's fun. I wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. It's just, <laughs> and it's a good diversion um, from teaching and doing the other things that we do here at Purdue. Hey, I'm going to have you introduce our guests uh, because of some of your uh, fellow classmates here at Purdue. All right, so here we have today is Ashley Porter, Austin Verenda, and Grace Hassler. Do you guys want to introduce ourselves to the podcast? Absolutely. So I am Ashley Porter. I am a junior here at Purdue studying agribusiness with a concentration in agri-finance. I'm originally from Livermore, California, so I'm quite a bit away from home. Yeah, I'm Austin Berenda. I am a senior studying agricultural economics with a concentration in quantitative analysis. Uh, I grew up about 45 minutes, an hour north of Purdue in uh, Earl Park, Indiana on a small family farm raising cattle and corn. And uh, my name is Grace Hassler. I'm a double major in agricultural sales and marketing and agricultural communication here at Purdue. Uh, I grew up in Columbus, Indiana, which is about 45 minutes south of Indianapolis and uh, we run an equine boarding facility. So we've got about 40 head of horses at the house and my sister and I grew up rodeoing and it translated to be in here at Purdue. So Dr. Foster and Haley, thanks for having us here. We're excited to get started. Well, we're really excited to have you guys here. And I just, I can't resist uh, asking a little bit about rodeo in Indiana. Um, I, I didn't even know we did rodeo in Indiana, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, it's it's definitely more of a Western thing, but there's a, there's a few associations that are around. Um, I actually have a sister who's a sophomore here at Purdue. So we grew up in these rodeo associations in Indiana, and then I have a seven-year-old brother, and he is currently at the Southern Indiana Junior Rodeo Association, and he loves riding his pony, Miss Pris, and he mutton busts on the sheep. <laughs> so, Ashley, I have to ask you, how does somebody from Livermore, California, end up at Purdue studying agribusiness? Well, I grew up um, raising show cattle and sheep. Um, we great. We grew up raising those with my dad. Um, he grew up heavy in the livestock industry and actually grew up in like central California around all, a lot of the big produce farms down there. Um, when he moved up north with my mom, that's kind of how we got started, more showing livestock. And then I knew I didn't want to go to school in California. Both my parents went to school at Cal Poly and I knew my dad would come visit me every weekend if I went to school <laughs> there. So I kind of took the extreme and went, all the way across the country to Purdue just because of the ag program and how great it was. Fantastic. Well, we're glad to have you here in Austin. You're the kind of traditional Purdue Ag Econ student in the, in the room, but coming from a cattle and 
corn operation, there must have been a little bit of tug to study animal science or agronomy or something. I mean, how do you end up in studying quantitative methods? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I did, I guess I grew up with Purdue in my backyard, and, and for a little while I thought I was going to go somewhere else. Like, I was looking at other schools out like K-State and Oklahoma State, but then, uh, you know, I did a couple visits here, and uh, just the people were really cool, and they scheduled me a meeting with our advisors here, and we have phenomenal advisors in the uh, Department of Ag Econ, and I thought, you know, I like numbers. I like to figure out how things work, and so, you know, growing up with animal science and agronomy in my background, I thought about those, but I was more into the uh, the functions of why things are happening in the markets, and uh, then I told them, the advisors I wanted to go into, uh, go to graduate school, and they're like, you need to study quantitative methods, and I'm like, <laughs> All right then. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. So Haley, it's great to talk to students, but but I think you had a particular reason why you invited this trio to visit with us today. Absolutely. So Utrio has had some amazing summer experiences and internships. Would you all share with the group about your summer? So I started this summer with Farm Credit Mid-America on their Rural First sales side. So I was that intern out of Lafayette, Indiana, where I spent my time focusing on influencer engagement. So more of how can we get influencers like realtors and builders more engaged with our loan officers and have them referring sales back to us. So a lot of that looked like I spent a lot of my time on interviews with loan officers and realtors seeing how they engage with us and what that looks like from their end and how they can benefit from talking with Rural First. So was your internship in person? Yes, so it was hybrid. Um, I had the choice to go into the Lafayette office, um, which I did because I like the more people engagement, being able to talk with them um, more instead of just sitting behind a computer, which can be tough sometimes. So I did go into the office and I got to do a ton of job shadowing days and meet with the different employees within Farm Credit. So you're from California. Did you live here at Purdue and commute or how did you do that? Yes, they actually provided housing for me, so that was nice. And then I just commuted to Lafayette from West Lafayette, which is what, 15 minutes, so not bad at all. <laughs> yeah, so this summer uh, I actually had an internship through Purdue. Um, it was through the Department of Agriculture and Biological Engineering. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was a lot of data analysis, so they, they kind of titled it the Undergraduate Research and Data Science, um, and I was pretty nervous about it starting out, but it, it was actually a really awesome experience because what they would do is put everything into different two-week modules. So, like the first two weeks, we did Excel functions and analysis, and I mean, I already love Excel. I mean, Dr. Foster, your class uses a lot of Excel work, so <laughs> I was very familiar with all of those. But then we started getting into some more challenging things like Python coding and R and SQL, and uh, I will admit, I'm still kind of shaky because <laughs> it was kind of a baptism by fire. Like, all right, two weeks, here you go, figure it like, out, and we just kind of rolled with it but there were there were 18 students in the group um, from across the country we had some people uh, a young man from uh, down at Prairie View A&M um, down in, like Texas and um, we had uh, someone who studies like uh, mathematics just uh, like a mathematics major from Pittsburgh so like it was a very diverse group of people um, but you know we all just worked together and it was kind of like a nice little cohort where we became friends and hung out and 
uh, it was really cool because we got to do our own research too. So there's this little project where we'd have a, a supervising faculty member from ABE uh, and I worked on looking at the economic uh, feasibility of aquaponics versus hydroponics. So that was kind of a neat experience. Um, I really loved it. it just it was all inclusive it was only 10 weeks so uh, it kind of gave me some time to relax over the summer but then those 10 weeks were running and gunning learning a lot um, but it was a really great experience and it's actually done through a grant through the USDA so I believe if anyone listening wants to try so their hand at data science and uh, I would suggest talking to Dr. Buckmaster and ABE because I think they have enough money for one more year for the grant because they've done it for three years now and it's a four-year grant, but it was a great program. Grace, uh, tell us about your experience. Yeah, so I was a little bit of a mix between the two of them because uh, my program was technically Purdue sponsored. Uh, Haley and I actually both went to DC this summer through the College of Agriculture Transformational Experiences public policy program. So essentially what they do with that is they uh, provide housing for Purdue students through an application process and then they send us with a little bit of money to DC because a lot of those opportunities are unpaid. Uh, so luckily this summer I was able to work a remote internship with BASF uh, on the ag products side as part of their industry affairs and government relations team. So I got to spend part of my summer at home, uh, did a bit of work in Kansas with the Agriculture Future of America and then was also back and forth from DC. So it was a really cool opportunity just to dive a little bit into what it would look like look like to work hybridly from DC. And then um, what was really great about that internship with BASF is I did a lot of uh, internal comms work, which I really enjoyed. And then it was also about staying up to date on policy and how those issues were uh, affecting the company and the products that we serve to consumers. So it was a really interesting look into policy and into agriculture and into getting to travel post a year where we weren't even allowed outside of our doors. So it was awesome experience. From my point of view as a professor, I'm kind of curious about what kinds of personal growth did you experience through this internship opportunity? I mean, what do you see that you've discovered about yourself or about yourself relative to employment opportunities that might be out there in terms of future careers. <laughs> so uh, so uh, this summer, like I kind of mentioned, I uh, spent a lot of time doing the hybrid work. And uh, something that I've learned this summer, I was with BASF. Being in the ag space is certainly where I want to be. The summer before, um, I was able to go on the same program. And luckily, my internship was in person in DC. Uh, but I was in a management office, and it was non-agricultural. So doing that shift helped me to really realize that yes ag absolutely is where i want to be and that that network of people in dc truly have the growers in mind so um just knowing that ultimately i would like to work with those kind of people was something that i learned and then uh, as far as a career graduating in may kind of scary stuff but uh <laughs> just realizing that you can't jump into policy and regulatory thinking that you're going to know everything so it's uh, definitely shifted my mindset to realize come May uh, I'm going to want a customer facing role going to want to be boots on the ground keeping up to date on policy of course but knowing that I have to have those experiences and understand what's going on in the industry from a first person perspective before I can truly um, serve the agricultural industry in that capacity. I'll say from my perspective, this summer really taught me that 
I thought that I was going to love a data analytics internship where I was looking at numbers, analyzing financial statements, doing those kind of things behind a computer. But one of my favorite parts of my internship was going out, doing farm visits, talking with other employees, talking with customers, getting to learn firsthand what agriculture in Indiana looks like. Because coming from California, it's a very big difference in what we grow and produce and what you guys grow and produce. So getting to go out and get those firsthand experiences was one of my favorite parts and kind of shifted what I thought I wanted to do into what I now think I want to do. So that was pretty awesome. No, I think that the, the thing I learned the most from like this summer and is first off, internships and job opportunities are always out there if you have your eyes open and your ears open and they're seeking them. So like after the career fair last year, I didn't have a job, like an internship offer or anything figured out, but I kept my eyes open. This My opportunity actually, the application didn't open until January. So I was like, I was kind of taken aback by the fact that like some people get you know, they get lost and kind of discouraged when they can't find an, a position, but there's always one out there for someone. And, um, you know, working through my, my internship this summer was a lot of research and uh, a lot of work in an area that I wasn't super comfortable with. So uh, you couldn't really put things off till the end and then rush through them. Uh, but it was, it's a lot of feedback. And I think that was the most important thing that I learned about was, you know, you have to make progress in your specific task so that way you can give it to someone who can review it and give you feedback and keep moving forward. Because if you either are super slow to make progress, they're never going to find out to give you the feedback or you're just never going to reach that growth level there. But, you know, I, I was really interested in seeing how other people viewed my, my work and uh, I think it turned out really well. Presenting research at the end of the summer was really awesome. and. Uh, but I wouldn't have been able to do it without that give and take, that feedback bouncing back and forth with some of my, my fellow interns and my supervisor. Yeah, it sounds like uh, just listening to the three of you that one of the takeaways here is that you challenged yourself in some areas where you, know, you weren't comfortable, where you didn't have a lot of past experiences and in the process gained a lot of self-confidence that you know that you can meet new challenges and you can acquire new skills and you in fact might even discover in some cases that there are things that you're good at and that you like doing that you didn't even know were out there or that you didn't think you would like yeah so for our student listeners i wanted to ask you all like how did you make the most out of your experience for someone that's having their first internship first time going to D.C., how do they make the most of what their internship is? I think uh, my favorite thing to say when you're talking about not just internships, but any sort of experience that you decide to pursue, whether that's study abroad, if it's an internship, if it's a class that you don't necessarily think is going to be easy, my best advice is just do it. Um, I know that going into things wholeheartedly can be scary because there's always that, uh, pre-assumed notion that you could fail and failure is not fun but truly you learn more from your mistakes than you ever do from the things that you do correctly like Austin was just talking about with feedback even getting feedback that you don't think man that was great I'm glad they loved my work like that those are the places that you grow the most so regardless of what experience that you're taking take it wholeheartedly just do it I would say along with that ask the questions no matter what questions pop into your head, 
just ask. More than likely, whoever's around you and whoever's willing to support you is going to answer them, even when you feel like, wow, that is the dumbest question I could ask. It's <laughs> really okay to. Um, I learned a lot this summer by asking for those opportunities, asking the questions that I completely didn't understand and needed to, and then from that I grew. Clarifying questions are my favorite thing in the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I think my, my best advice, maybe, maybe a couple things, is first off, I was told when I was like a freshman in high school to always give yourself the opportunity to say yes. So if you put yourself in a position to accept an offer, that's awesome. But you, and if you say no, no one's going to be upset. It's, uh, the problem is when you don't put yourself in the position to have opportunities and then, and then you are left wondering what could have happened. Um, but the other thing I would say is mostly don't ever sell yourself short and not just like internally, but like to other people don't, don't just like every experience has something you can quantify, something you can talk about. Like maybe when you were, if you're a freshman right now and you're going for an internship, maybe you worked at a grocery, like a local grocery store and you're, and you think about that when you were in high school and you have no way to, you're like, Oh, I just, I just stocked shelves. It's like, well, what did you do specifically? How'd you interact with other people? How did you improve something? I mean, everyone, every opportunity has something you can talk about and take away and like use in an interview or, or just like use to build on your own skill set. Don't ever sell yourself short. That, if the sentence starts with, I just did blank, that's, that's a problem because you never just did anything. You, there's always more to your experiences. Yeah, I think that's good advice, Austin. And, and for students out there that are thinking about internships and new careers even, um, don't sell yourself short. You get a Purdue education, and yeah. there's value in that. Yeah, I always had a professor that told me, always say yes to the opportunities and do things that make you feel uncomfortably comfortable. <laughs> so do those things that get you outside of your comfort zone, but that you're going to learn because that's the area of growth. That's how you end up being the co-host for the Purdue Idea. So Haley, I don't know if you want to talk about your internship. I think we talked about it a little yeah. bit in some po past uh, podcasts, but do you have any takeaway messages for people going on internship that the others haven't touched on? Yeah, so I'd like to talk a little bit about my experience because this may happen to someone and it's something that I learned is just to make the most of what comes to you. Um, Grace and I live together um, this summer so she knows the story, but um, my internship was supposed to start June 1st and that's when it was expected. And with onboarding and a little bit with COVID, I didn't start until the third week of July. <laughs> so I was in D.C by myself, well, with the three girls, um, for seven weeks, not having an internship. And I remember calling my mom and I was like, do I come home? And my mom's like, no, you need to go out there. What can you do to make the most of this opportunity? So I did, as I talked to Dr. Foster, I contacted professors, who can I meet up with in DC? Who can I network with? And I can tell you it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. I met, I made lunches with people, I met different people in Georgetown. I got introduced to different universities out there, people on Hill, and I don't know if I would have the time for that doing a full-time internship. So I think just looking at your situation and asking yourself, what opportunities can I make out of this to help make a successful future? And a lot of that came 
to an internship that I'll be doing next summer. So I'll be in the policy unit for foreign ag service next summer. And that wouldn't have been able if I didn't have a contact to talk to and the time to talk to with someone. So Yeah, I think yeah. that's great advice. I mean, be flexible. Yeah. You know, look, the employers are having these internships because they're searching for talent. People are watching you and how you respond to that kind of situation because the real world is one where things don't always go according to, you know, the best laid plans. So the people that are flexible are able to adapt are really valuable employees. to the Purdue AggieCon podcast. We want to thank Ashley, Austin, and Grace for being here today and wish them the best of luck with the rest of their time at Purdue. Want to hear more about Purdue Agricultural Economics? Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, or visit us at www.agecon.purdue.edu. Thanks for listening.